Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. This is Lisa Michelle, your host. I hope you're doing well. If it's your first time here, thank you for listening. And if you've been here before, welcome back. I'm just going to jump right into this topic right now. So what I wanted to talk about is content marketing and the importance of content marketing. So if you're not familiar with it, it's a type of marketing that involves any type of creation and sharing of online materials. So it could be a YouTube channel, could be a blog, could be a podcast, anything like that. And whether you're offering a service or a product, content marketing is hands down one of the best ways to uh, promote your product or service and to build a community around your brand. So I just want to talk about six reasons and there are way more than six, but I I just want to talk about six reasons why you really should incorporate content marketing into your marketing strategy. The first reason is because you want to be able to get your name out there. You want people to get to know you and it's easier to get support from people who feel like they know you and trust you and like you, hopefully. you know, it's, it's way easier to try to share your product or service with someone who has either seen your face before or has had a chance to kind of get a sense of your personality or has heard your voice. So just knows a little bit about you. So if you're offering some type of content, it's definitely easier for you to get your name out there, um, at, you know, as opposed to presenting yourself as a stranger just jumping out saying, hey, you know, buy my stuff. You know, if people get to know you and like you, they're more likely to support you with whatever it is you're offering. The second reason is because for marketing, I mean, that's one of the best ways to actually market your product or service. So if you have a YouTube channel, I'm sure you've seen YouTube videos where people maybe at the end were promoting a course or a workshop or an ebook or something, and they'll say, I'll leave the link in the description. So they're using that platform to actually market and promote their products. And it's a free way to get your brand out there. You can you know, do that via blog where you're writing about content. I mean, you're writing about a topic and then maybe you'll say, hey, if you need a checklist or something to help you with this, you know, click here. And that'll likely take you to an an opt-in form where you'll be asked to put in your name and email address. And they can contact you after that to continue marketing the product to you. So it's a great way for you to do that in your business as well. And I think I've touched a little bit on email marketing before, where I was saying how important it is to set up and grow an email list. And that's one of the reasons why. So you can continue to reach out to the customers that you're attracting with your content. The third reason is just because it's it's good to offer 
value the people that you're trying to attract as customers or clients. You don't want to always sell, sell, sell. It's good to try to put informative information out there depending on your niche. You could be selling a product. You could be offering, I don't know, cookware as something that you sell through your website. You can still have a blog on there where you talk about, you know, the different types of pots and pans, the different uses for a stock pot versus a a nonstick frying pan. You know, you can even offer affiliate marketing um, based products in that blog as well. So that may not even be your main income stream. Maybe, you, you know, you have that product line of pots and pans, but if you also had a blog, you could offer value by teaching people about your different products and how they're used and why it's important to use one over the other. At the same time, you can include affiliate links to certain pots and pans and things like that, that you recommend. So, you know, it's, it's a good way to offer value and you can also, you know, sneak in a few other ways to bring in more revenue streams at the same time. But it's good to offer value, not just sell, sell, sell all the time. That should probably be, you know, if you're going to follow like an 80-20 rule, you'd want to give more value than, you know, sales pitches if you can. So the fourth thing, fourth reason content marketing is important is because you get to know your people who are following you or you get to know your customers or your clients. Um, you know, it's it's good to build relationships with people who are on your email subscribe uh, subscription list. It's good to know uh, who's purchased your products and to follow up to find out, you know, how did that work out for you? Is there another complimentary product that would make your life even easier? And if you've got content out there and a way for them to, you know, contact you and you can possibly respond to their questions via your content, It'll not only answer their question, but it'll answer that question for anybody else who may be reading your content or listening or watching your content as well. Because if one person has a question or a suggestion on how to make an improvement on your product or service, there's likely someone else out there who has that you know, same suggestion. So you can build a relationship with your audience or your readers or your uh, customers or clients through your content. And that'll help them, you know, it'll it'll encourage them to keep coming back to get more of your information because you have established a relationship with them and they know that they can ask questions of you and that you'll respond. Also, number five, you get to learn what people want and don't want. So if you're thinking about offering a new product or a new service, Rather than, you know, going through the whole process of, you know, developing it and coming up with a whole marketing strategy around that idea, you can validate the idea first through your audience. You know, find out whether or not the thing that you're thinking about offering is something that they'll want, because that's is a horrible feeling to put a lot of work into something and then launch it and no one's interested. So you can avoid that. By, you know, using that relationship that you've established with your audience or your customers or clients and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about offering, 
you know, this service? What do you think about it? Is that something that you would be interested in doing? You could even offer, let's say you're offering a course or, um, let's say you're offering a a course that's coming up or a workshop. You can have people pre-register just to get a feel for how many people may actually be interested in that course before you actually develop the whole entire course. If you're seeing uh, that people are engaged and interested in your idea, then you know you can go ahead, you know, 100%, you know, go forward with that idea and you'll have people who are interested. If there's no interest at all or very little interest, then you may be able to, you know, try to even drill down further to say, okay, you know, maybe you're not interested in this, but is there something else in that same arena that may resonate with you that you may, that you'd rather see. And then, you know, just kind of go back and forth until you validate an idea that, you know, people will actually be interested and that they'll receive. So you can use your content as a way to find out what your audience or customers and clients actually want so that you can provide a better service and that you just don't waste your time, you know, spinning your wheels around a product or service that no one is going to want. And then number six is that you're having other content on your site. Let's say you've got a a product site and you're just selling, you know, the pots and pans. If you've got other content on your site, that will help you with SEO or search engine optimization. It'll help your rank in Google. It'll help your authority. And having that extra content will keep people on your site longer. So if they're shopping for pots and pans and they don't see the pot or pan that they're looking for, but they notice that you've got a blog and they look at the blog and see there's a post that explains, you know, why it's so important to have these particular three frying pans, they may actually stop to read that article, right? And maybe they'll go back and say, you know what? I wasn't going to buy anything, but now that I read this article and I realized I, I, I don't have these pans, maybe I should take a second look. You know what I mean? So you can address people's concerns while they're on your site. You can, you know, encourage people to stay on there longer and hopefully um, put enough content on there that will make them come back. So even if they don't buy anything today, maybe they'll, you know, refer your website to someone else or they'll just come back because there's more to your site than just offering products. There's, there's content. Okay. And if you are interested in having two different types of uh, platforms, let's say you want to do a blog and a YouTube channel, you can cross reference, you know, the other and use one platform to promote the other. You can repurpose your content. So you're not necessarily creating, you know, original content for each platform. You can use your videos and embed clips in your blog. You can, in your blog, put in, um, I mean, in your YouTube video, put links to your blog in the description box and just cross promote because people like to take in information in different ways. Some people prefer to read a blog. Some people prefer to listen to a podcast because they can do other things while they're listening. Some people just love YouTube. So if you're on two different platforms, you're able to reach people 
maybe two totally different groups of people. And that just doubles your impact and you're able to repurpose the same content. So if you're interested in content marketing and you are not sure uh, which platform you'd want to be start on, consider starting on one, start growing that, and then maybe figure out a way to do a second one, to start a second um, either channel or um, blog or something, and then just repurpose your content so that you can use your material in more than one place. W impact, same amount of work. Okay, so I hope that helps. If you've got a business, whether you're offering a service or product, consider content marketing. Um, if you really don't want to be involved in any of these things, you don't want to do a podcast, you don't like writing, you can still set up a blog and then possibly go on a website like Fiverr or Upwork and hire a writer. And you can hire someone to write articles for you. And all you have to do is actually set up the blog itself, you know, find a domain name and find web hosting. And then just when you get the articles from your writer, you know, read them over. They're good. If if you like the way that they write, represents your brand well, throw it up on your blog and at least you'll have the content there. So, you know, don't let that stop you from developing that type of content. If you want to do a YouTube channel, but you just don't want to be on video, you know, there are ways that you can do that as well. You can either do a screen share where uh, the viewer will just see your computer screen, or you can even, there's there's a way to actually have an animated character um, on the screen, you know, just kind of sharing the information that you want to share. So there are ways that you can get around it, but don't let it stop you from developing or creating content. Okay. Now, if you're interested in starting a blog, um, I am running a 14 day start your blog challenge. It starts on June 1st. It's free. It should be fun. Um, By the end of the 14 days, you can have a actual live blog um, launch. So if you want to join us, please go to the website and sign up passiveincomegroup360.com forward slash podcast. There is a sign up sheet there. And um, if you have any questions about the challenge or any other questions, as always, feel free to reach out to me. My contact information is on the website, as well as a form where you can submit questions, uh, comments, suggestions for future show episode ideas. All right. So that is going to do it for me. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you're all doing well and that you're safe. And until next time, peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.